Good morning. Welcome to another week of our morning take. This is uh, week number three, episode number 11. January the 16th, where many of us are celebrating the late Martin Luther King Jr. As this is his day that America has chosen to give us off, or at least those of us that got it off. I got it off today, Abe. You off today? Absolutely. (laughs) Because you choose to. Is your company working? Yes, my company's working. Oh, my goodness. I'm not. Uh, How many people do you think are taking off? I would say uh, 50% of the workforce is probably taking off. Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad of that. Uh, They don't give you any grief for it? No, not at all. Okay, so that at least that's kind of important, too. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, born January 15, 1929, was assassinated April 4th, 1968. He's been immortalized in a lot of different things. Um, Probably maybe the kids out there that might be listening to the podcast might know a little group called U2, a song called – what was the song? It was uh, Streets Have No Name. I think it's the Streets Have No Name where – I think it's in the name of love. He mentions. Oh, in the it. name of love. Yes, he mentions you're right. it. I'm sorry. Yes, because he talks about the shots ringing out. Yes, yes. on the April day, and um, and this literally happened uh, two months later. Uh, Bobby Kennedy is assassinated. Yes, and yes. I tell you, our country just was. Uh, it was a very, very crazy time. Late '60s, really crazy. Yeah, from what I've read about it and heard about it, you know, through history, it was quite an interesting period. I don't know if you guys caught that, but that was a little uh, barb at me because I'm 10 years old and Abe just was born. So he's like, yeah, I don't really remember it, but I know you remember it. Yes. Um, (laughs) Just through school, learning different things about Dr. King, you know, aside from the civil rights leader, but he was an accomplished piano player. Really? Yes. And violin. Oh, my goodness. I did not know that. He loved opera also. Yeah, a little Jay Sewell. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Did he play gospel or did he play secular? He didn't play secular music. Did he play in a band? I don't believe he did. I just think he – I'm sure it was classical. From what I've read, I believe he was classically trained. Oh, my goodness. uh, That's awesome. Also, he did sing. He actually sang in a performance of Gone with the Wind in Atlanta. Like the play, a play yes. version? Yes. You know, I would love to see the play version of that. Frankly, Scarlett, I don't, you know what, I, you know. Do they say that in the play? I have no idea. I've never <laughs> seen, I wasn't born yet, so I don't know. I, I should be asking you that. <laughs> oh, you're crazy. But on a serious note, yes. um, Dr. King was at the forefront of a very, very important time in our country's history. Whether you're on the side of segregation or desegregation, you experienced a a lot. Who would be on the side of segregation now? No one, surely now, right? Do you think? Absolutely. It still goes on. You you always amaze me with that because, man, I just, I I guess I don't hang with that group, but I guess I do still. You don't even have to hang with them. It's just, it's prevalent everywhere. And I can give you a perfect example Last summer, we are on vacation at the beach, and uh, we're in the pool. And, you know, kids are kids. They just want to have a good time. They don't see color. They don't see gender. They don't see any of that. So there's a bunch of kids in the pool playing, having a good time. This one woman calls her son out of the pool. 
because he's playing with my son, who's biracial, and there's another African-American kid in the pool, and she calls her kid out of the pool. Was it lunchtime? Nope. I'm not trying to be funny, but no, I mean, it wasn't. you're, you're I mean, positive that it was just a racial thing? Let me tell you something, brother. I've seen a lot of things in my life, and I've experienced a lot, and I know when somebody is not comfortable with the color of people's skin. Mm. Well, and, uh, you, you do have this. Um, for you guys that might not know, Abraham Lawrence has a spiritual brother. One of the gifts that God has given him is the spirit of discernment. He literally can just be around a person for a few minutes and kind of tell where their spirit is, like, you know, who they are and honest, dishonest, or there's something funny. He doesn't always, he's not always able to put his finger on it, but I love it when I meet new people. I love for them to meet Abraham. And then usually I ask Abraham later, you know, what, what did you think about them? You know, what was your idea? And he's almost never wrong. And, um, What's the sad part about the whole situation is nine times out of ten, when it happens, the kid's like, you know, why, what, why do I have to come out? Why do I have to come out? And they never give an answer. That because there is no yeah, good. Yeah, answer. there is no, there is no answer, and it's just kids are kids. Absolutely, and we're still dealing with that in twenty twenty three. We're still dealing with it. So one of the greatest quotes by this man that we're honoring today, one that I remember from his "I Am the Dream" speech, is. Do not judge a man by the color of his skin, but by the content of his character. And I don't know if, if he came up with that or if he had a speechwriter come up with it, uh, but of course he's credited with it. He said it. He said it in a speech, and I know he believed it, and I know he lived that. And I just wish that all people would feel that way, black, white, whatever, that we stop judging people on the color of their skin. First off, that's just ludicrously ridiculous. It's like the Jews hating the Samaritans because they didn't follow God's way of uh, marital laws, and so therefore they're now outcasts. They weren't even a different skin color, and they had this racism built into their society. Yeah, or like if you have long hair and bell bottoms on, you're like a hippie that's yeah. spaced out on acid or whatever the case may be. And in this time, in the late 60s, you're very, uh, you're very right on. That's exactly what was going on. And that was the way we were protesting the Vietnam War, civil rights, just a ton of unrest in the country. Yes, and what's the sad part about the whole segregation and prejudice a good portion of these people call themselves Christians that are using profanity and calling people the n-word and just bad behavior and they call themselves Christians yeah yeah I think uh, in passing one day you were telling me uh, we were talking about this very subject and you said there are clansmen that say they're a Christian Yes. That's an, yes. That's pretty bad. Well, a couple of the high points of Martin Luther King's life that we do want to make sure that you know today. Uh, he was the first president of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Uh, he was such a leader in civil rights. If you read his Wikipedia page, it definitely uh, uses the word nonviolent resistance many, many times. He's, he was a nonviolent person. He did not believe in using violence. Uh, it says that he was in 
in, in the Wikipedia page, which I'm not, I'm not too sure about that because I live during this time, it said that not only was he inspired by his own Christian beliefs, he was a Baptist minister. Yes. But uh, he also was inspired by uh, Mahatma Gandhi. He was a world figure at this point. Yes. And he believed in passive. Yeah, he was a yes. proponent of nonviolence. Yes, very pacifist. And so uh, that that was what he practiced. He was he helped organize uh, many protests, helped uh, Rosa Parks in the 1955 uh, bus, whatever that thing was called. The bus boycott? Yeah, the bus boycott. And, and also another thing, um, another little interesting tidbit that he used um, nonviolence a lot of times growing up as a youth when he would get into like disagreements with people because he was such a scholar, he used his words to diffuse many situations. And he was a great speaker. Yes, he was. Nothing, nothing about that. In October of 1964, he won the Nobel Peace Prize for combating racial inequality through nonviolent resistance. Uh, so, yeah, what a I great think guy. He, I, I, may, I might not be right, but I think he was the first African-American to ever get the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, it probably was. I really wouldn't have doubted that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then that led to several others. But listen, I hope that you guys are really having a great day today. Please enjoy your holiday and uh, learn more about it. Martin Luther King Jr., what a great guy. Yes, he was. And we owe a lot to him. Happy and, birthday, Dr. King. Yes, may he rest in peace. 